I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. What causes belly fat? Now, I get this a lot. People come in our office and say, Dr. Joe, I'm eating right, I'm exercising, and I still got this roll, I still got my love handles. There's a couple of things uh, that we want to talk about that might be causing your belly fat. And we're going to give you advice, of course, as to what to do about it. Now, uh, fat is, of course, a problem. Uh, It's not just how it looks. The type of fat collects in your belly is called visceral fat. And it surrounds your organs and raises your risk of heart disease, type 2 diabetes, and even some types of cancer. So if you want to find out if you have excess fat in this area, take a tape measure, uh, wrap it around your midsection, right around your belly button. If a man more than 35 inches and woman more than 40 inches, uh, that is too much. Now, 35 inches is not a lot, okay? I'm relatively thin and I'm about a 35-inch waist. So anything beyond that, we start to worry, okay, maybe we have too much belly fat. And that's a big issue. So there's a few reasons why this happens and what you want to do about it. Okay, number one, I know it sounds silly, is you're eating too much. If you take in more calories than you burn off, that can put fat around the middle. So you need to cut about 500 calories a day to start seeing some changes. Now, a pound of fat is about 3,500 calories. So if you can cut 3,500 calories out of your diet, in theory, you should lose a pound of fat. The problem with that is there are different types of calories. If I ate 3,500 calories worth of kale, I'm not going to gain weight. I'm going to get high fiber. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to feel great. If I eat 3,500 calories of cookies and french fries and juices and uh, donuts and pastas and breads, well, chances are I'm going to gain weight. And again, if you eat fat, you wear fat. So if you like bread and butter, the bread's bad, the butter's worse. So I'm not saying you shouldn't have fat in your diet, but the fat should be in the form of a whole food. So if I'm going to eat cashews, okay, there's fat in cashews, but it's going to be in in conjunction with the rest of the food, and it's going to be good for me. If I'm going to eat cashew oil that's been processed, not so good. So I, I want you to really cut back all the fats you're adding to your body. Now, of course, in processed food, there's a lot of fats, chips and cookies and things like that. So you just got to cut those out anyway. But even things like olive oil. I'm a big fan of extra virgin organic olive oil, but not to excess. Find ways you can reduce your fat intake. Uh, If you're going to saute things, maybe use a vegetable broth instead of using butter or oils. Uh, Use a, a, a cast iron skillet that's naturally nonstick. And again, if, I, if you have a, not, a cast iron skillet, you're going to have to season it, and you do use some oil to season it. you got to rub some oil on it, put it in the oven for like 250 degrees for like 45 minutes, and then it becomes naturally nonstick. You don't want to use soap to wash your cast iron skillet because that can wash away the nonstick coating, and then you have to re-season it. Even a lot of these nonstick pans you can buy, they have to be seasoned. I remember I had one years ago, and it was ceramic, and it was all natural, whatever it was, and then I realized I'd never seasoned it before. So adding oil, cutting out the oil is going to be a big key. 
and eating nutrient-dense foods like broccoli, apples, uh, fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds, Dr. Joe's Super Greens, Dr. Joe's Essential Source, nutrient-rich foods are going to make you feel full. Because here's the thing with that. There's a part of your brain that controls hunger, okay? And it's the hypothalamus. And if you're eating nutrient-rich foods, the hypothalamus says, that's exactly what I wanted. I wanted nutrients. I didn't want fat. I wanted nutrients. I didn't want cookies and cakes and donuts. I wanted nutrients. So if I eat 1,000 calories worth of nutrition, fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds, I'm going to feel full. If I eat 1,000 calories worth of French fries, I'm going to want more. And so, yes, calories are a key, but the type of calories is really what we're looking at. Um, If you're getting older, your metabolism is going to slow down. It stinks. I don't like it, but I don't know if we have another choice. So it doesn't help your midline as you're getting older. Each passing year, your muscle mass declines and your metabolism slows so you don't burn as many calories as you used to. This means you eat the same amount, but you you start to put on weight. And people say that all the time. Dr. Joe, I've never gained weight. I haven't changed my diet in 10 years, 20 years, and I'm starting to put on weight. Well, father time is ticking and your metabolism is slowing down, which we talked about earlier, uh, but that can cause that belly fat. And the belly fat, again, is different than fat in your arms and legs because many times it surrounds the organs. And when you get fat around the organs, that becomes real dangerous. Uh, Genetics, of course, play a big role in just about everything. Women, if you're going through menopause, uh, this can be a big issue. Uh, Loss of muscle mass, uh, overeating can creep in in your 40s and 50s, but then suddenly menopause comes in and things change dramatically again. And so as we go through menopause, it's more of a challenge too. Uh, You got to get moving because the body likes to store fat. Your body, your body's designed to store fat. That's exactly what it does. It does it very well because we store fat because we never know where our next meal is coming from. We never know if there's going to be famine, if you're going to have a disease. The body is going to store fat trying to keep you alive. When you give it all the materials it needs to store more fat, it does that too. And, you know, I talk about COVID and all viruses. Viruses have one job, and that job is for that virus to survive. And it will mutate, and it will change. We create a drug, the virus mutates to say, oh, my, my family's dying off from this drug. I'm going to mutate and become resistant. So viruses change by their nature. And that's why we got to keep our body as healthy as possible so that our immune system changes with the virus and can attack a new, new strains of virus. So it's doing what it's designed to do. Your body is storing fat because it's designed to store fat because it wants to keep you alive. And so if you're not moving enough, and of course that's what happens is we slow down as we get older, we don't move as much. And now in the computer age, of course, what do we do? We stay home all day. We sit behind a computer all day. We watch TV all day. It stinks. I have to force myself to get up and move too. So simple things you can do is, you know, when you're brushing your teeth, walk around. Don't stand at the sink. Walk around. Okay? Walk to the store if you can. Uh, do squats in the shower. You know, build, keep the body in motion every possibility you can. Clean your own house. I don't like cleaning my house, but I know that when I do, it's a good workout. I'm going to be in motion for a good two hours. And so there's your daily workout. So try to keep the body in motion. That's going to help use, utilize the fat more efficiently and keep the fat away from your belly. We're talking about belly fat today and it building up around your organs because that's when it gets really dangerous. If I have a fat arm, eh, probably not that big a deal. But I have fat around my liver, that becomes a big issue. Question I get all the time. Dr. Joe, I have fatty liver. 
I went to the doctor. I was diagnosed with fatty liver. What do I do about that? Well, there's two types of fatty liver. There's alcoholic and there's non-alcoholic. When I went to school, alcoholic, it was easy. Somebody had fatty liver, they were an alcoholic. Very simple. Now we're finding you can get something called non-alcoholic fatty liver. And we're seeing this in children as young as five and six years old because they're eating sugar, specifically fructose. Fructose, when it gets into the liver, has to be converted into glucose, which is the fuel the body uses for energy. In the process, the body starts to store some of this fructose, simply put, as fat. And fructose creates uric acid. Uric acid gets into joints and it hurts. Now, as a chiropractor and a non-surgical orthopedist and a pain management expert, my goal is get you out of pain as quickly as possible. So if you're eating fructose and building up high fructose corn, eating a lot of high fructose corn syrup, you're building up fat and you're producing uric acid. Uric acid gets into joints and it hurts. Uric acid prevents the body from producing something called nitric oxide. Nitric oxide opens up your blood vessels. So one of the things I do recommend, we talked about this earlier, talking about metabolism, is you can supplement. Now, don't expect to take supplements and it's going to increase your metabolism, you're going to get thin. No, that doesn't work. But things that can help along the way as part of the protocol, Dr. Joe's Supergreens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source, the minimum supplements everybody should be taking every day. So Supergreens and Essential Source, they're two powders, they taste great. I personally like the mint Supergreens. There's two types, mint and regular. I like the mint Supergreens. I take a scoop of each, I drink it every morning. I use some coconut milk, ramen milk, a little jar, shake it up and drink it. Uh, you can try stirring it, but we don't use a lot of, there's no preservatives, no additives, nothing that's going to make it not clump together. So that's why I like a jar and shake it up or put it in a smoothie, maybe in your blender. Nitric oxide. Nitric oxide, as you get older, guess what? It lowers. And as nitric oxide lowers, your blood vessels don't expand like they used to. It can raise blood pressure too. Nitric oxide many times helps with lowering blood pressure, but it can increase circulation. And as we increase circulation, that can help burn up fat. B-complex gives you energy, which will keep you moving, but it can also help with metabolism. So getting the supplements into the body, adrenal support, Dr. Joe's adrenal support, the adrenal glands produce energy, hormone levels, and inflammation. So I take adrenal support, B-complex, nitric oxide, super greens, and essential source as part of my nutrition protocol every single day. And so we're talking about helping to burn up fat. This might help as part of a protocol. Not as the end-all be-all. You can't do this and eat cookies and go, hoo-hoo, it's not working, Dr. Joe. How come? Because it's part of the protocol. So you got to get moving. Uh, nitric oxide, B-complex, and adrenal support give you tremendous amounts of energy in most cases. Um, and so that can help you keep moving as well. Because as we get older, we also want to sit around more. I wish it wasn't that way, but older I get, the more I want to sit around, the less I want to go out and party. And so, yeah, you got to get those energy levels up. I don't recommend caffeine because caffeine has a lot of negative side effects. This is a way to get energy with positive side effects, okay? Sleep, of course, if you're not sleeping properly, that can lead to fat accumulation around the belly and around the organs as well. So we talked earlier, if you're in pain, uh, pain is probably the number one reason why people can't sleep. And so we wanna fix that. Uh, and you wanna come see us, my doctors are really good at getting people out of pain. We are, I consider some of the best doctors in the world, my opinion some of the best doctors in the world uh, as far as pain management goes. So we have chiropractic, we have medical, uh, we have supplementation, we have uh, nut nutrition protocols, we have a weight loss program that we do. It's a 21-day jumpstart plan we put people on. 
And that works really well in most cases to kind of reset your brain and reset your, uh, your whole mindset so you can go into losing weight and getting, that, getting rid of that belly fat. Uh, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb. So if you do have pain, neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, numbness, tingling, headaches, just come see us. I don't know how to make this any easier for you. And the biggest complaint I get is, why didn't I do this sooner? Why did I suffer for so many years? And I love the fact that even our medical division, medical doctors, uh, uh, physicians, assistants, and nurses, they look at it like we do. How can we not give this patient medication? What can we do to avoid medication? Now, sometimes you can't. Sometimes you need medication. We don't, don't have to do it, but in order to get the body well, sometimes you need a spinal injection. Many times after car accidents, we do chiropractic along with spinal injections to facilitate the healing process. We do something called PRP, platelet-rich plasma. We take your own blood out, spin it down, and take out what's called the platelets. The platelets are the growth factors. We can re-inject those platelets back into the body, and wherever we put them can stimulate new growth. Now, no guarantees or promises, but in most cases for arthritic knees, feet, wrists, shoulders, really good. Erectile dysfunction, uh, women that have, uh, have had many times had a lot of children, uh, they're leaking urine, they may not be as romantically interested as they used to be because there's not as much sensation. Uh, the P shot for men, the O shot for women oftentimes works really well for that. And a lot of women will get that just because they cough and they urinate a lot. This tightens up everything and they can go back to their normal life again. Because, you know, if you cough or you sneeze or urinate, it really affects your life. You may not want to date. You may not want to do sports. You may not want to travel. So we have a whole protocol of as many natural, pro, uh, natural treatments as we can. And sometimes we add medicine. If you go to our website, drjoe.com, there's a tab that says uh, services. If you hover over that, you have a list of all the services we offer. And we'd love to be your doctors. So if you want to come see us, make the appointment right online, drjoe.com, uh, or you can call us. The numbers are on every web page. Uh, we accept most insurances, car accidents, sports injuries, Medicare, um, uh, and better. So we want to work with everybody we can the best we possibly can. So if you want to make an appointment, drjoe.com. Don't wait. Stop waiting. People like, oh, I wish I'd come sooner. Why did I wait? I don't know why you waited. Just come see us, okay? Other reasons you may have belly fat. Uh, you're stress eating. When you eat foods, especially sugar, it stimulates a part of your brain called the, 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 a part of your brain that releases dopamine. Okay, it's called the nucleus acubens. And the nucleus acubens releases dopamine, so you get pleasure from that. So if you're under stress, mental, chemical, physical, emotional stress, when we eat, especially sugars, releases that dopamine and you feel wonderful. And so just for a moment in time, you feel good. And so then what happens is you start to feel bad again. What do you want to do? Eat again. So stress eating is one of the big things. And the things that we like to stress eat are pizzas and fries and cookies and cakes and donuts and pastas and breads uh, because they make us feel good just for a moment. And just like alcoholism. Okay, we did a show uh, last week, I think it was, or the week before, uh, and we covered a bit on alcoholism uh, and addictions because... Uh, alcohol stimulates the dopamine receptor sites. You got pleasure. You crash from it. You want more. Uh, people that are heroin addicts, you get this. I never done it, but from what I understand, you get this amazing rush of pleasure and energy, and then you crash and you get really tired. So what do you want to do? You want to get another fix. That's called an addiction. We've done shows on addictions before, but with stress eating, you want to make sure that you start to realize what you're doing. And here's my secret to stress eating: get the bad food out of the house. If it's in the house, you're going to eat it. 
If I open my refrigerator, all I see is natural organic split pea soup and carrots and celery and uh, vegetables. It may not be what I want, but it's the only thing I have. I have uh, cans of things like uh, hearts of palm, uh, artichoke hearts, uh, some uh, jarred vegetables and some fruits. Um, And so sometimes I'm like, man, I could really go for something. What do I look for? I look in the pantry. (sighs) Well, you know what? I guess I'll just have this. It's here now. And so I have to play games with myself. I have to stock my pantry and my house with foods that I don't, may, may, may not want to eat, but when I'm hungry, they're there. And if, I, if there were cookies in there, I'm just like you, I'm going to eat them, or cakes, or donuts, or pasta. You open a refrigerator, and you got a, a slice of carrot cake in there, oh, you're going to want to eat that. Now, I'm vegan, so that helps me a lot. And one of the reasons I went vegan was because it, it, it set parameters for me. I can't have any animal products. So if I see something has eggs in it, I can't eat it. If I see something has milk in it, I can't eat it. So I have to set these parameters for myself or else I'm going to break the rules. And my, but my rules are I can't eat these things. So if you're looking, if you're a stress eater, only have good food in the house. If you have bad food in the house, you're going to eat it. If you have good food in the house, you're going to eat that. It's a really simple rule, uh, but it works for me. And hopefully it'll work for you too. And if you are stressed out, I know we covered this earlier, uh, cortisol is high, and cortisol causes you to lay down belly fat. And that's what we're talking about today, belly fat. So cortisol will cause you to lay down belly fat. So we can test your cortisol in our office. We can do a saliva test. We can even ship you the kit. I know this show goes all over the world. So we can ship you a kit and do a saliva test with you and measure your cortisol. If the cortisol is high throughout the day, that's a dangerous place to be. And so you might want to consider coming to see us, or at least we can do telemedicine as well. And we can set up protocols to help reduce that cortisol. And cortisol causes you to lay down fat. And then fat produces estrogen, and estrogen causes you to lay down fat. And then you get stressed out, so you produce more cortisol. um, And that's a big issue. If you smoke, um, not a good idea. A lot of times smokers are thin, but they got this belly hanging on there. And so smokers have a lower body mass index than non-smokers because the, the nicotine is such a stimulant, but their bellies are oftentimes bigger. Smokers gain more visceral fat, that's fat around the organs, uh, and that's the kind that's linked to things like heart disease and other chronic diseases. So in case you need another reason to quit, there's another reason to quit. You got to cut these things out. Other things that can cause belly fat, that's what we're talking about today. You eat too many what's called trans fats. Artificial fats raise what's called your LDL cholesterol and boost your risk of heart disease and type 2 diabetes. Foods cooked in trans fats are high in fat and calories and cause you to gain weight. So what happens is if we take an oil and we heat it, okay, it changes the molecular structure of the oil. And so many times you'll see the word hydrogenated oils. Hydrogenated oils are really, really, really bad. They can raise your LDL, your low-density lipoproteins. They cause cholesterol to stick to the artery walls. Uh, some products uh, made before the ban might still be on the store shelves. It's been banned in foods, but ingredient lists can say things like partially hydrogenated oil. And that when you hydrogenated oil chemically, it changes the molecular structure and makes it a trans fat. So stay away from those foods. Here's my rule on food. If it has a big label on it with a lot of ingredients, chances are it's not good for you. Not always, but chances are it is. If you can't pronounce the ingredients, don't eat them. If it says partially hydrogenated, stay away from it. All these things are telling you these are foods that are going to cause you to put on weight, especially belly fat, and that can cause organ fat. 
okay, visceral fat, fat around the organs. And the organs, if they are surrounded in fat, they can't work as well. Now with the liver, you can get fat in the liver itself, and that becomes a real serious issue. And that's not good. If you know what foie gras is, it's fatty goose liver, duck liver, I'm sorry. And what they do is they force feed these animals until their liver gets really fatty. And then when they kill the animal, the, the, the liver has a lot of fat in it, and I've never had it, but it's supposed to taste really good. So the problem with fats is they make things taste good. That's an issue. Why? Because we're designed to store fat to keep us alive in case there's a famine, in case there's an attack, in case there's no shortage of food, in case there is a shortage of food. So our bodies are doing exactly what it's designed to do, store that fat. And we've got to do what we can to avoid that. Another thing that might be an issue is that the bacteria in your colon isn't right. Your intestines are home to trillions of bacteria. Now, some of these are good ones and some of them are bad ones. Some help you break down food so much that your body absorbs the calories from it and stores more energy in the form of fat. So that's why fat people have different bacteria in their colons than skinny people. And there is a technique, a medical technique that's being used now called a fecal transplant, where we take bacteria, fecal matter out of skinny people, out of their colon and put it in fat people's colons. I didn't know how they do this, but one of my doctors just told me they put it in a capsule and you swallow the capsule of somebody else's intestinal contents to recolonate your colon with healthy bacteria, skinny bacteria, let's say skinny bacteria. So what you can do instead of eating that, uh, which I don't want to do, is you can eat foods that help the bacteria in your colon function more efficiently. Now, there's something called probiotics, which are good bacteria. Probiotics, pro meaning good and back, uh, biotic meaning life. So it's in favor of life. So probiotics are the good bacteria. Prebiotics feed the good bacteria. You get prebiotics from eating things like fruits and vegetables. Dr. Joe's Essential Source has prebiotics in it. So if you do chicory, artichokes, these are prebiotics, fructooligosaccharides. And they get into the colon and they feed the bacteria that are there so that they become healthy and then they make baby bacteria and that is good for your colon as well. So eat, once again, another reason, if, as if there's not enough reasons, another reason to eat a plant-based diet is to change the bacteria in your colon so that they, you can metabolize food more efficiently so that you don't store belly fat and create visceral fat which is fat around the organs. I also take Dr. Joe's probiotic supplements every day. That's another one of the supplements I take. Now, all the supplements we talk about, super green, central source, nitric oxide, B-complex, adrenal support, probiotics, and please, please take vitamin D. If you don't know your vitamin D level, I recommend you take 5,000 international units a day, which is five drops of Dr. Joe's vitamin D. I cannot stress this enough how important vitamin D is. So take your vitamin D, take your supplements, Go to the website, drjoe.com, listen to the show, uh, Seven Deadly Sins of Nutrition, not What Not to Eat, and then So What Can I Eat tells you what you can eat. We've done shows on weight loss. This was more specifically on belly fat, but for general weight loss, we've done shows on that. Just type in weight loss. Uh, we've done shows on that. Listen to that. Uh, if you have any questions, you can always send me questions through the website, drjoe.com. If you're a, a fanatic of podcasts, our podcast on all the major services is Dr. Joe for the health of it. So just type in Dr. Joe for the health of it, and you can re bring up our podcast. On our website, we have over uh, 1,500 hours of podcast, audio and video. Um, so we really want to get you access to this information any way we possibly can.
So folks, if you want to make an appointment, any more information, the website again, drjoe.com. I'm Dr. Joe Esposito. Tell your friends about the show. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern time on wsbradio.com and on a WSB Radio app.